What up, fuckers? It's Fear Ennis of FearCast from the FYFC Studios, and you're listening to this freaking show. Podcast, you know, you learn a bit of something, not a whole lot, of nothing. I am your host, Travis D. Alongside this evening, as always, Awkward Colin and Geekcast Joe. And of course, this episode is brought to you by our friends at Fire Pit Bar and Grill of Puritan, Illinois. If you're looking for a down home country restaurant that offers a great burger, a delicious beer, and which you could get them both for the low price of $7.99 every Monday and Wednesday, then you must stop down at Fire Pit Bar and Grill of Puritan. You can find them on Facebook at Fire Pit Bar or the website firepitbar.com. It's the uh, only place on my list of places I was going to eat that I haven't eaten yet. Yeah, <laughs> just, just make that uh, uh, back to Chicago bucket list of meals. Yep, yep. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed to say I haven't eaten at the Fire Pit yet. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, the, the beautiful thing is, like, it's not going to go anywhere. You know, knock on wood, of course, but... That's true. I mean, you got time. Right. It's not the yeah. beer stew disappearing on me. <laughs> exactly. Before I'm even old enough to go to the beer garden. You, yeah. You do know the beer stew is in Frankfurt. No, I didn't know that. I thought they just closed. No. Well, their second location closed. I, yeah. Yeah. No, oh. no. You, you I thought the was the first one. No, it was actually the second one. Um, oh. But uh, I don't think the other one has a beer garden. So you can't oh. miss out on that. I did. I did. I'm sad about it. Not as sad as I am about missing out on a, a burger and a beer for seven ninety nine at the yeah. fire pit. Yeah. See, I not to see, mention I, my friends Ron and the other person whose name I've forgotten. Your your friends Ron and the other person. <laughs> Ron and Ron's wife. <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. I'm a jerk for not remembering your name. I'm I'm sure Ron and Lisa would uh, be Lisa, happy. Lisa, I knew uh, it was an L. I was going to say Linda. <laughs> But I knew that was wrong. Ron and Luke? No. Um, <laughs> but, I'm sorry, uh, Lisa. I love you. Your no, food we'll is def- good. Don't <laughs> uh, no worry. There's probably like a 65% chance you won't even listen to this episode. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So I want to kind of stay in touch with food real quick before we get to our awesome guest this evening. Have you ever made a turkey loaf? Nope. No. Okay. Is so, it like a meatloaf, but with turkey? With turkey, yes, exactly. And that's exactly what you know you would expect it to look like when you make it, was just ground fucking meat into right. a loaf. So, so Mom and Carl has this friend. And uh, for a lack of a long explanation, uh, mm-hmm. he finds meat that falls off the back of a truck. No, all right. So, okay, so they hey, got... You live in Chicago land. What do you expect? <laughs> exactly. Um, no, he didn't He didn't steal it. I told my dad that, and he thought he stole it. Uh, this guy owns... Um, who who wants to be on our show? Who's, who's back there? Fucking people. All right, so, anyways, he, he works for a company where they get discounts on meat and shit. So, like, sometimes they'll have lobster, sometimes, uh, you know, just beef bacon, fish. Uh, so this time it was ground turkey. So they gave me some ground turkey and shit. So I'm like, so what the fuck now? You know, I got half a cow. The last thing I need is more meat, but hey, free is free. 
So I had two pounds of ground beef and I had two pounds of turkey um, in my fridge. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to make a fucking meatloaf because it's a simple fucking thing to make. And I'm going to make it in the crock pot because I can nice. throw a fucking crock pot bag in the fucking thing. Don't have to worry about cleaning it really. Just wipe it down. Anyways, on a normal fucking meatloaf, you put the eggs, you put the milk, you put the breadcrumbs in, you mix it together, and then you throw the ground beef in. And then you end up making this fucking wad of fucking meat. Right. So when I used the turkey, it looked like cream of wheat. Oh, my gosh. It was the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, okay, so the instructions say to mold this into, like, an oval kind of thing. <laughs> put it in the crock pot, but don't let it touch the sides. So, you know, you All do right. that. And, like, I'm like, okay, so you remember, like, that shit that um, when it's, like, underwater, you can, like, form it like sand, but when you bring it above water, it just, like, falls apart? Yes. Okay. It felt like that. That is disgusting. I know. It was so fucking weird. And I'm like... And Did it, it cook like, up okay? Yeah. It, it, it was absolutely amazing how it tastes. I mean, I swear to God. And from what I... And from my knowledge and what I've learned through my years of living and cooking shit is that turkey and chicken are like the one a few meats you really don't have to season to get a good taste out of right because everything tastes like it anyway yeah so i mean literally like i just had the breadcrumbs the eggs and the milk in there and i threw the uh the meat in there and when like before it's cooked it smells kind of fucking weird like like i know this smells like raw chicken i'm hoping that when it cooks it no longer smells like raw chicken just that ain't right yeah, but when I end up making it, I did you know I did the normal meatloaf thing. You know, I threw ketchup on top of it, whatever. Mm-hmm. It got done. It got done cooking. I'm like, please, for the love of God, let this taste fucking good. <laughs> I and liked it. It was amazing. So I took I'm the so ground. Relieved for you. Oh yeah. So I took the ground beef and I made fucking taco meat with it. Absolutely so, amazing. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to one up you. And and in fact, I'm not going to in in a direct way. Mm-hmm. Um. I years ago, your maybe maybe my second dating anniversary with my now wife, I bought her a a cookbook called the Veganomicon, which is like this comprehensive book of vegan recipes. And okay. one of the recipes in this is oat loaf. It's meatloaf, but made with rolled oats instead of meat. And it is uh, it it actually unlike unlike your turkey loaf, it, it actually forms up before you cook it in a way that looks exactly like meatloaf, uh, but it does not taste the same. It uh, it tastes like uh, disappointment and ketchup. Disappointment and ketchup. It's which is a little redundant. I mean, we live in Chicago, right? Holy shit! That is... it was. Real gross. Let's see, and, and you know, and and speaking of Chicago, and I think we talked about this a little bit last week, and I actually put a link on uh, our Facebook about putting ketchup on a hot dog. Mm-hmm. Did we yes. really talk about that last we did. week? Yes, we, we did, did talk okay. about it last week. Okay, and, and I, and you guys happen to see the link I put on our Facebook? I did page? Uh, with Golden's mustard. Yeah. I so, so for those of you who are listening and don't know what I'm talking about, go to our Facebook page, this freaking show, and check out the link. Uh, there, uh, there was a hot dog stand. Um, I can't the remember. Wiener the Wiener Circle, I believe. The, the Wiener Circle, exactly. That's what it was. Um, uh, they they had like a promotion going, like where they're giving like free hot dogs away. I think it was I think it was this past Monday. Who who's eating? 
You people, are, you people are nuts with these noises. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't even... I'm just reading, so it's not me. <laughs> it might have been me, but I wasn't eating anything. I just was like wetting my mouth. God, that <laughs> sounded horrible for wetting your mouth. Sorry for that. I didn't... So it sounded like. No, it's cool because that, I mean, our, our podcast is what it is. We're not professional in any fucking way. This isn't ESPN, you know? <laughs> Oh, fucking, dude, you're on fucking vacation, you know? You want to fucking hang out with your cousins and get your mouth Damn. wet? Do what you got to do. Well, my, my mouth is dry because I've had half a bottle of Malbec. So. Oh, okay. Mm. See, when my mouth is dry, I slurp water through a straw and put my microphone on mute. See, that's what I should do, but I'd have to <laughs> put you on mute, go get some water, and then come back. And I don't know what I'd miss while it happened. So. True. Totally understandable. Again, I'm glad you're on vacation and enjoying yourself. But quit getting your mouth wet with your cousins. Anyways. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> uh, anyways, so they had the promotion going and everything. And, like, they, they flat out said in, like, any true Chicagoan, you don't fucking put ketchup on a hot dog. Right. Um, they put sh- hot dog sauce on it. You put hot dog sauce. <laughs> no. <laughs> that just makes it sound We're weird. not that dumb. What was it? Thursday? It was either Thursday or Friday. Um, Colin, Sam, uh, Sam took a Snapchat. I think you guys had like bratwurst or some shit. Uh, Thursday or Friday? Yeah. Two more ketchup she, on your bratwurst. Friday. Maybe she just did. Okay, so either way, was it bratwurst? Is that what it was? Uh, it was sausages. Sausage? Okay, so she put ketchup and onion on it. And uh, uh, I. So Colin, for I'm like, really sorry, but I, I, I'm sorry to hear your relationship ended. <laughs> she seemed like a nice girl. I didn't, didn't expect this from her. <laughs> do you need do you need a hug, buddy? I do. Maybe a new roommate. For, Sorry, for, that's mean. I'm I'm being a little too harsh. So for fifteen or twenty minutes, all me and my sister Sherry did was send her fucking bitmojis on Snapchat about how appalled we are about the ketchup that's on this fucking link. Blew my mind. Anyway, so I tell these two stories to tell this story. <laughs> um, I don't put ketchup on a hot dog, but I will not eat meatloaf without it. Word. I mean, they literally have nothing to do with each other except for the fact that ketchup is the uh, common denominator. And people behind me, are, behind Joe, are backing me up on it. <laughs> Oh shit! But that was a uh, that was my kind of little intro story to kill some time before our guest comes on and makes this show fun again. That's basically perfect. I, it's, it's totally perfect. So one and honestly, like uh, meatloaf and hot dogs are almost the same thing. I mean, they're. I mean, in hindsight, if you get a true fucking Chicago dog, which is an all beef hot dog, I mean, really, what's beef and ground beef? And a beef hot dog, it's beef is beef, you know? It's just so, it's just beef beef in a uh, like an intestine casing. Yeah. So I guess like, so I guess if you were to think about it, like if you were to take a um, a hot dog, mm-hmm. cut the fucking insides out of it, mash it up and mold it into like a mega meatloaf, mm-hmm. and you throw ketchup on it, could that truly be ketchup on a hot dog? I don't know. But I, I'm you know what? I'm willing to try it. Uh, but I, I, I accept your, your ante, I guess. And I raise you, uh, how about instead of putting ketchup on your meatloaf, put all of the fixings you would normally put on a Chicago hot dog on your meatloaf. 
Mm. Sounds good to me. That does. I would sound, try it. That does. It sounds pretty fucking good. I would do that. I would fucking do that in a heartbeat. Right. Sounds mm-hmm. really good. I, I've never, I've never considered it until just now. Right. I mean, shit. A lot of that stuff you could cook into, you know, the meatloaf. You know, the celery, salt, the peppers, the relish. Uh, the tomato or not? Yeah, the tomatoes, the fucking uh, pickle, all yeah. that, the all that shit. You could cook right into it and just top right. it off with some fucking mustard. Right, it'd just be the mustard instead of ketchup on top. Right, mm. right. I mean, that's I think we're onto something. I think right. we're onto something here. And if you really wanted to, you could fucking throw that shit on top of a deep dish crust. Oh my god. I mean, you got Chicago rolled up right there in one. The only thing you're missing <laughs> is a fucking uh, Portillo's cake shake for the side. Right? That's oh, it. man. Oh, That's man. It. I am so, I'm so into this. That's the name of this episode. Deep Dish Meatloaf. <laughs> deep Dish Meatloaf. I'm going to write that down so I don't forget it. Or the Chicago-style Deep Dish Meatloaf. There we go. Chicago-style Deep Dish Meatloaf. Yeah. Perfect. Then, uh, Perfect. We'll, then we're going to get some ingredients and we'll fucking make a whole recipe out of it. And uh, get the, this freaking cookbook going. Ooh, just, this freaking cookbook. You can find it on Amazon for $20. Right, it has one recipe. There's one recipe. For $19.99. <laughs> you could buy the digital copy for $5 or the hardcover for $19.99. Literally all it is is just a folder with one piece of loose leaf paper in there. Look, I'm willing to perfect this recipe for $19.99. Fuck yeah. One day we'll all get together. We'll fucking hang out. We'll just get drunk and make Chicago style deep dish meatloaf. Right. Fuck yeah. Count you in? Sure. I just want to make sure you're still there. I, I oh, thought we yeah. lost you. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Colin's like, you know what? I'm fucking weird, but I'm not that weird. Click. <laughs> <laughs> Later, guys. Can't talk. <laughs> look, he's just like, look, this is America. If I want to put hot dog ketchup on a hot dog, this is fine. <laughs> Colin puts onions no. and cheese on a hot dog. Ooh, onions and cheese. Good call. Yeah. I would also add mustard it. myself. Yeah, that's disgusting. Kind of like mustard. Mm, that's mustard. like ketchup. Kind of mm-hmm. like mustard. Kind of like tomatoes. Onions ketchup and cheese. Is, ketchup is not as good as mustard. And celery salt. Kind of do celery salt in a hot dog. Chicago style deep dish, dish meatloaf. I'm going to spell meatloaf correctly, though. Yeah. The way I just spelled it. That, that would be the better choice, yeah. What uh, what episode are we on, by the way? Uh, Season 2, episode 38. 38? Mm-hmm. Does that make this fucking... Is this episode 90? Um, yes. It is. Wait, did, we do, did we do 52 episodes last year? We did do 52 episodes last year. Then yes. Yes, this is episode 90. We're mm-hmm. 10 away from our 100. Oh, I'm so happy. Ladies... That just means, uh, fucking, what was it? Fucking, yeah, 10, 10 episodes away? That means we're like nine weeks away from fucking, um, from uh, this freaky show. That's true. Oh, God, I'm so excited for our <laughs> So, uh, also, listeners, uh, speaking of this freaky show, if you write horror stories, send them our way. That's right. That's right. Now's we, the time. Right now, this moment is the perfect time to get shit together for this freaky show. Because the Freak Joe will be back, and Freak Joe's going to uh, read us some stories. He's, he's a uh, decent narrator, I hear. He's a very decent narrator. He's like he's very, very close to uh, a narration of The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe. That is really kind. I will relay that message to him. 
Yeah, let him know. Let him know I said what's up. We'll do. <laughs> Fucking we'll guy. Do. <laughs> oh shit. All right. Let's um well, not to be rude, so let's find out. Do you guys have anything else you want to share before we dig into our uh, guest? No, I'm, uh, I'm nope. ready to go. Can share after. Perfect. All right. Let's uh let's plug a podcast, get our guest on here, and uh learn some some things about someone new. Hello, everybody. I'm Jason. And I'm Jeff. We're from the History of Bad Ideas podcast. You know what you're listening to right now, Jeff? What are we listening to right now? This freaking show. This freaking show? This freaking show. And when you're not listening to this freaking show, take a listen to the History of Bad Ideas. Where we talk about sports, movies, and other pop culture events happening in the world. (laughs) So take a listen. Uh, We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and any other place that you find uh, great podcasts like this freaking show. This freaking show. Hi, ladies and gentlemen, and we are back with our amazing guest for the evening. Jordan, I don't want to do your name wrong. Is it Troach? Uh, it's Trokey is how you pronounce it. Trokey. Okay. <laughs> yes. You know, and I knew I was going to get that wrong. I'm like, <laughs> no one, I'm like, nobody gets it right. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, this is, this, there's no way it, it's pronounced the way it looks. No, no. no so, okay. Well, is it, are you, is it Italian? No, it's, there's, it's a whole story. Half my family pronounces it one way, half pronounces it another way. Oh, no kidding. Uh, I'm Puerto Rican, so I think technically it's troche is how you're supposed to say it. Mm. But my half, my dad says it one way, so we say it that way. Type of thing. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Wow, we are 0 for 2 so far. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, 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 we can all agree that you are the creator of Fallen Manga Studios. Manga. Yes, See, 0 for 3. I'm done. I can't do it anymore. Um, well, okay, so briefly kind of give people like a quick rundown about who you are and sure. um, about the Fallen Manga Studios. Sure. So I'm an intense lover of all comics, you know, anime, you know, all that stuff. I, I grew up on it. I'm 32, so I grew up in the great old Dragon Ball Z era on Adult Swim. What a great era. Toonami, yes. you know, all that. Ronin Warrior. So one day nice. I just kind of decided, let me write. I want to see if I can write a story. I can't draw, but I apparently... And I just wrote a story, and I ended up finding an artist, and they drew it, and it was just happened. And I went, wait a minute, maybe people actually want to draw what I'm writing, you know? So I just started writing other stuff and finding other artists online. And, you know, over the years, it's it's kind of become a studio where there's about 10 different people that are in on it now. And we're creating stories, and we're releasing them online. And I'm published now through a company over here in the U.S. Through uh, it's called Phoenix Dreams Publishing. They're actually printing on my stories. And uh, Death Sin, my main, my biggest manga, is actually in in a con in Iowa, in my Iowa right now. So it's getting sold over there. So it's pretty cool. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Now I, I uh, read on your thing. Is it correct that your Death Sin also got picked up in Japan? Yeah, so cra- crazy story. Uh, someone found the website and they messaged me, and I woke up one morning to an email saying, "Hey, we're in Japan. Um, we are a company out here who's trying to bring overseas manga here and translate it and release it." And I looked into it. They sent me a contract, read it over. Everything looked great. Uh, the company's called Manga X, and it's actually it's been since March being translated. So it's actually either today or the next week or so 
it's going to be debuting on their website in Japanese. So I'm I'm geeking oh, that's out legit. hard. I am super geeking on that. <laughs> that um, that's awesome because yes, normally it's the other way around. So. Yes. Well, my when I wrote it, I wrote it as like in my mind an anime because that's what I want it to be at one point. Uh, yeah. At some point. Uh, and that's like the first step, really. If you're big over there, you'll you'll get it, you know. So yeah, that's amazing. Um, congratulations. Yes, first of all, <laughs> that's really I know. Cool. I'm super like, I'm almost like it's not real. I'm waiting to actually see the pages in Japanese. Then I'm gonna be like, you know, drinking a beer or something, going crazy, <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. celebrating. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, definitely. Now, um, oh, that's so, so what 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 is or if there is uh, the difference? between uh manga and uh, anime um well really i mean it's the same as over here you know our comics become movies or become cartoon shows a lot of times you know justice league and stuff so over there it's the same thing um they make manga it's just black and white comics but over in japan their 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 work ethic is insane they they do one a week usually and they're about 25 pages of a story oh, a wow. week inked yeah released it looks clean i mean it's just crazy i don't even know how they do it but they that's like their culture over there so it's just different but i do know over there though like businessmen like a lot of people read this stuff it's not just like a, a culture like a certain niche like everybody reads a manga over there so it's yeah. just wow different. that's why it's so popular <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome though i mean yeah. what a, what a market to break into Oh yeah, that's why I'm I'm super excited. They they did tell me that they start online first, and if you get popular, they'll 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 actually look at printing it. So that's the kind of I'm praying that my story. You know, I wanted to blend Eastern art with Western ideas, and that's yeah. kind of what I was hoping would maybe stand out over there a lot. You know, yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff. But we'll of see. I hope so. I mean, uh, best of luck. Thank you. Um, so so on your I I, I noticed you have a, a page on your website dedicated to creators. Is that so? Do you are you the only writer currently, and you have multiple yeah. people doing your work? Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Got it. I partner with different artists. Yep. Gotcha. Very cool. Yeah. So, so uh, one of one of my co-hosts on my other podcast I do is a huge uh, manga fan, and I actually just found that out today uh, after we recorded our show, and he was telling me that uh, one of the things um, that's interesting about it. Is uh, the way that it's printed, and uh, this like this is, I don't get whatsoever. He says you read it from right to left. Yeah. Um, so over there, their their language Japanese, it's it's right to left, but they actually read it vertically a lot of times, which is mm -hmm. way different than us, obviously. So all their stuff when they translate here, like if you go to the store, Barnes and Noble, and you buy a manga, it's gonna be right to left, and it's weird because it's almost like you're reading from the back to the front. It just feels weird to us. Um, but that's how they they do it over there. That's like normal for them over there. Yeah. So when you so when you get um, your uh, your work published over there, are they gonna like convert it all to yeah. the norm out there then? Yeah. So that's kind of been you know I signed a deal with them in March, and just now in July it's about to be um, or you know August I guess is when it's coming out. It's it's taking them that long to. Pretty much they're opening all the pages and they have to delete the text and change it and flip the page. So they're doing a lot of work to be able to make it readable over there. Yeah. Wow. Which is probably why it's taking like four months. <laughs> <for> yeah. <that. laughs> yeah. 
which I'm cool with, you know. So that's just it is what it is. That's how it goes. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. fantastic. So what? Um, you, you mentioned before you you grew up in the age of DBZ and and Ronin. Um, did you draw on any of those themes in your in your work? I haven't I I, I haven't done as much reading of your stuff as I that's wish okay. I had. No, no, it's cool. <laughs> it's fine. Um, well, my first story I was kind of talking about. It's called it was called Nephilim. It's about like fallen angels that are half human and stuff, and it's more oh, action. Okay, cool. Um, that story, I've tried to get it made so many times and, and I get half of it and then people quit and it's just, yeah, the timing's not right on that one yet. I'm still working right. on it. There's something in that story that's going to hit at some point. <laughs> I'm just kind of, you know, waiting for that. Um, Destin, my main one, it's more horror theme. I love Stephen King. I love horror and all that stuff. So that one was really a, um, a mix of horror elements big time. If you, when you read it, you'll see it's pretty, pretty dark. There's pretty r-rated stuff in there but that's how it is that's how i wrote it <laughs> awesome well uh kind of a kind of give me an idea of like some of the um uh, what's the proper word works uh some of the creation uh, the stories that you created so i've right. i've done a lot um just recently though i i kind of fell into for a year or two creating too many things um, just to see what I could do, and it was just overboard. So I've scaled it back to just two things right now, actually three things. Um, one is Destin. Uh, there's four of the copies done, four volumes. The fifth one's almost done already. Oh, wow. um, that's my main one. That's the one that's coming out in Japan. That's the one that's printed here. We ran a successful Kickstarter a month ago. That one will be being sold all across you know, the U.S. and cons and stuff like that, which is oh, awesome. super mm. excited for that. Um, it's already been to a couple. It was at um, C2E2. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, they brought it there. That was that's like, amazing. That was like, so we're all we're all based in Chicago, uh, yeah, the Chicago area, I should awesome. say. So C2E2 is something we all know and involve into. So yeah, it was uh, it was there that the company that's publishing it that was there like coming out. Hey, we're we're a publisher. We're trying to do indie comics and manga and stuff. So that was like the first one. Um, but it'll be, I'm sure, going there next year. I really would love to just travel different cons and sell it would be my dream but i gotta get oh no kidding (laughs) i gotta build that the revenue you know for that absolutely absolutely so what's uh you you mentioned that there's a lot of horror themes and and it's a very dark story but what what is death sin about for our listeners so and and it's fun you're asking me because they they uh my my publisher has a firm that they're working with pr and they're like we need an elevator pitch for this so they're like asking me how how would you say this in a sentence? So Death Sin is if you if you look at it as a whole, as a as a manga, so it's that style of art, of course. But right. it's Ghost Rider meets what's called Blue Exorcist, which is an anime. That's a big popular anime. Um, with with a dash of um like Hellgirl thrown in there. So it's a boy oh. who pretty much is forced to hunt down really bad sinners, you know, cr- murder the worst stuff ever, pretty much you could think. Awesome. He's awesome. around so it's, it. It's like it, a like a Constantine, but uh, uh, after people much. who aren't from hell. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. He's he's a normal. He's the thing is he's a senior, seventeen year old high school kid. He's trying to be happy, trying to go to school, and randomly this 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 entity inside him takes over him and forces him to kill these sinners. Oh, and man. then it rips their soul out, and then in hell they get tortured by demons that are kind of geared to whatever sin it was and he has to watch this play out this torturous horrible punishment and then try to go to school the next day 
Oh man, that's <laughs> you know? amazing. So, yeah. so he has to deal sort of with, with not just uh, what has happened, but the trauma of it. And, yeah. And then how do I much... keep being a normal high school kid while I'm while I'm living this? And he's like a pastor. When it happened, he's a pastor in his own body. He's pretty much watching his body himself do this stuff. Oh, and then he has to watch their punishments and and hell and all this craziness happen. And then go to school, and then be like, why is this happening? What am I? And it kind of from there, you know, why does he have this power? What is this? And wow. it blows up from there. That's amazing. So, and that's I'm I'm scrolling through right right now on uh, what you have posted, I guess. And uh, I noticed that's the the eye patch and the crazy. It seems like a crazy demon eye he has. Yeah. Um. So that I guess that's the representation of of that thing within him. Mm-hmm. We got it. Yep. Gotcha. That's awesome. And and creepy and and great. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm into this now. I'm into it out. before. It's, but, it's real uh, cool. I'm really into it now. But uh, the thing is, you know, I grew up Catholic, so I have a lot of you know the hell and you know, that yeah you know that kind of stuff so i was like how can i do a story that touches on these themes but in a western way but in an eastern art style type of thing and i, I kind of just one day found this story and it just happened you know my wife kind of came up with an idea and we built on it and i wrote it and we found a great artist and it it all came together it was like magic yeah the the art here is is gorgeous i mean it's it's something i mean I could pick up anything in the manga aisle at, at Barnes and Noble that would be of this quality. So thank you. I mean, thank this you. is absolutely fantastic. I appreciate. It. Yeah, no, no problem. I mean, this is great. Um, I love. I just so I'm on. I think I'm on page two right now of Death Sin, and the uh, I just got to the. Uh, it looks almost like a lizard, but with like crazy eyes. Oh yeah. In the middle of the page. Yeah, uh, that, it's a creepy thing. It, it feels like something that would be in like One Punch Man. Yeah, it, it's I it's that that demon. I I asked my artist. I don't want it to be scary. I want it to be more unsettling and like weird. And what that what is this thing? Why does it look like this? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to give the reader a sense of like just yeah, creepy. But like, what what is this thing? It doesn't look anything like a human at all. You know, one of those. Right. Things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, this is this is great. Um, what about, so I noticed you have, uh, a lot more posted for deck of fates. Yeah. So um, that was an experiment <laughs> originally that kind of took <laughs> off. Um, that's a straight up what we call web comic, which is it's made for phones and tablets. It's vertical. So when you gotcha. read it, you just scroll down on your phone. It's the easiest thing. It's awesome. <laughs> and, okay. um, I put it on the webtoon platform because that's kind of their go-to thing. I was trying to get it featured there cause you can become a featured artist and they pay you contract big thing. Um, I've released it in July of 2016 with an amazing artist that I found through a, a comic college up in, up in Jersey, the Kubert school. Mm-hmm. They asked me to portfolio review for some of their, uh, like manga and anime type students, the art students, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And I found her and we, I asked her, what do you want to draw? And she said, fantasy magic. I love that kind of stuff. So I, you know, it took a while for me to come up with a concept, but it, it pretty much centers around tarot cards, like magician, mm. death. Oh, and what happens is these cards, these, these soul spirits of these cards choose somebody and you get powers based on that card's abilities. Um, so very cool. It's very cool. Um, I release it once a week on webtoons. Well, it's like once every two weeks now. Full color, um, and it's garnered over eleven thousand subscribers. You know, in a year, it's pretty cool, and um, yeah. it gets a lot of comments, a lot of views, a lot of likes, and everything. And I, it's something that I, I did as an experiment to start, but it kind of got 
so popular that I just decided to keep doing it and I'm making some money on it now. So it's, oh, it's cool. worth, that's, you know, it's worth uh, it. that's always, that's always a good thing. Yeah. Um, and my artist oh, is man. super cool for that one, but this it's is, just a great story. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of just scrolling through it. I'm not really reading it. Um, if you'll forgive me, but, uh, no, hey, uh, the art here is, is completely different from death sin, but not in like a bad way. You know what I mean? Um, I love, I really, I, I'm really enjoying the way it looks. It feels like, so I'm, I'm a big fan of, of Stephen King as well. And, oh, yeah. um, I haven't read any of the, the novelizations of the dark tower, or not novelizations, the graphic novelizations, um, the comic book versions of the dark tower series, but mm -hmm. this looks like how I would imagine, um, like Megis, uh, in, in wizard in the glass. So oh, this I is, agree. I mean, this is right up my alley in terms of, of things that I like. So <laughs> That this is very cool. Hear. Yeah, it's a real cool um, a story, you know, and it it's about the the boy, the redhead boy Locke. His mother was the previous magician, and they get stuck between two empires that are warring each other that don't care about collateral damage. So a lot of innocent villagers mm -hmm. and stuff would get caught in the in the crossfire. crossfire. Mm -hmm. And um, the mom stepped up and founded a group to fight both empires. Oh, fantastic. She, Just to sort she, of yeah. protect the small folks. Yeah, because they, it was out of control. And um, she gathered other, I call them arcana, like card, you know, spirit card wielders. And um, they fought for a long time, and she ended up quitting because she ha she got pregnant. She didn't want her son to mm. be in danger. So she went to hiding. And, of course, the old life follows them and finds them, and tragedy gotcha. you know, happens, and the kid gets thrown into the mix, and he becomes a new yeah. magician. So it's, it's oh, really neat. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm kind of I'm going through this too, and it it also has a um, it's got like a Final Fantasy feel to the art as well. Oh yeah. Um, so I, I don't know if that's intentional on the part of the artist or not, but I just I I like that about it too. Um, it feels like Final Fantasy X to me. Cool. So, Good. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's fantastic. So what? So you you've got <laughs> you've got Death Sin coming out sometime in the next couple of weeks in Japan. Uh, you've had, a, I assume, a successful Kickstarter. Yes. Um, oh yeah. To be able to be doing that. Um, what other cons are you headed to? What What else? What else is coming down the pipeline? So I just did Anime um, Mid Atlantic in June, which was very successful, which was really cool. I'm flirting with the idea of doing Anime USA. I did it last year. I don't know if I'm gonna go back. I'm I'm kind of on the fence. Mm -hmm. But I really want to go to one of the bigger shows, and that's going to happen with my if my publisher goes, I'm going to try to go with that. I don't have to front all the costs for it. Um, right. I'd love to do C2E2. That'd be amazing. That's like on my list. I'd, of course, I'd love to go to San Diego or New York, but it's kind well, of up yeah, to, the, it's up to yeah. them because if they buy all the table space, it's just a flight for me to go out there, you know? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, just, so. Yeah, just out of curiosity, uh, not, not to get too off subject here, but a little brief. Uh, how did you feel? Like I'm not sure if you heard about it, about how San Diego Comic Con Comic Con wanted to uh, sue. Um, they wanted. To, I think they wanted to trademark the idea of a Comic Con. Yeah. How? That's crazy. Yeah. Right. I don't I own think that. That's what the court said. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's was, like crazy. There was some lawsuit they had. Like I thought it was, what was it like Denver. Uh, it was Salt Lake City. They Salt were, Lake they, City. They, they were suing Salt Lake City Comic Con. Because uh, Salt Lake wasn't under the same umbrella. That's to me. I, I didn't even see. I didn't even know that. But hearing it, I just confusing. I mean, it just seems very. That's a very corporate thing to do something like that. <laughs> it's a convention, <laughs> right? you know. Come on. It, it just blew my mind how they sit there and they try to have a lawsuit to own 
an abbreviation. I'm with you. So uh so I'm over here at your creators page. I'm kinda like reading like a little more about everyone here. And um I know I'm gonna butcher this name, but uh Asuma Saratobi. How oh, close oh, yeah. that? Uh you you're pretty much on point. I mean, oh, you shit. said the last name, right? You said the yeah. last name, right? I'd say, yeah. Um that's from Naruto. Uh, I just look like him, so I cosplayed him <laughs> to go to the convention. <laughs> That's, um, that's the best cosplay is the guy. Who I, I look like, you know, I got trim my beard. I'm good to go. You know, people Perfect. even asking me, is that a real beard? Like, yeah, it's a real beard. It's a real beard. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, because uh, well, on our show, like uh, a couple times, we had a cosplayer who uh, she came on our show like one or two times. And she goes all throughout the Midwest, sometimes out West and everything. Um, she was actually going to come on the show uh, tonight and be like a guest host because she is huge into uh Manga, sorry. And uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Super Casey or not. Uh, I think I think she was at that um, that convention you just said you were at that middle. Uh, oh, really? Interesting. I think I so. I wonder if I met her. My mom might have. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, yeah, but I mean, like she she was a huge fan of this, and unfortunately, like uh, scheduling conflicts, uh, she couldn't be in here, which was okay. She was actually gonna make me a bunch of questions to ask you, and she uh, failed on that too. So, oh. <laughs> but um, but hey, it's really cool. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, so as far as cosplaying and everything, like, what got you into doing that? Like, was this be were you cosplaying like before? Oh uh, no. no, 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 no. Uh, uh-uh. I this is literally this is the second time I've ever done it. Um, the first time I did the same costume the first time, but I didn't have it. cosplay. I could I could tell it's a very uh, slippery slope because. When you start doing it and people are like, oh, hey, that's cool, or I want to take a picture, you're like, oh, I want to upgrade my costume the next time. So, <laughs> you know, this yes. time I went and bought some extra stuff just to kind of make it more authentic. Um, I even have, what you're going to crack up, but this that character smokes all the time. So I had these, like, <laughs> fake cigarettes that you blow on and it shoots smoke out, like fake smoke. It was cool. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't <laughs> even know it existed. I didn't even. I just used, like, a candy it. cigarette and been it, like, oh, look at me with my sugar stick. That's what I did the first time. The second time, I was like, are there fake cigarettes? And then I, I just bought a random pair on Amazon, and you actually can blow on them, and it shoots, like, smoke. It looks like smoke. It's cool. Oh, that's uh, awesome. I think, I uh, like, they actually use them in the movies because not everybody's actually a smoker, but they Oh, I think people just smoked yeah. in the movies. Like, ah, I'm an actor. Well, I'm sure <laughs> that some science. do, but they also, for non-smokers, have those. <laughs> I'm an actor. <laughs> but... Um, I actually I'm had a question for you. Character is, <laughs> therefore, my lungs can't be taking it. <laughs> uh, what were you gonna say, Colin? Uh, I actually have a question because I just read all of the deaths in that was oh, on yes. on the website. Mm-hmm. Um, on your Kickstarter, it says for a full 176-page book. Yep. Uh, that's obviously including this chapter one and chapter two. Uh, is that what you said? Five? It's it's four. Uh, the uh, four? Kickstarter okay. was one, two, three, and four. Okay. All together. Yeah. Uh, there's two more volumes of it. I haven't uploaded it on my website. I have it on like Webtoons and Topazic and stuff. If okay. you want to read those, you yeah, you can definitely find them there for free and everything. Yeah. Uh, but the Kickstarter was the first four volumes. They're about 40 pages each. So it was like 160, 170. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I definitely uh, enjoyed it. Um, well, what I've read so far. Thank um, you. 
just so I'm not confusing myself, the chapter one is about Connor, and is chapter two more focusing on the exorcists? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got it. You're good. To okay. Me. Just <laughs> kind of lost trip. I'm like, he fell on the bed, and then it's different stuff happening so yeah the thing with me is like and i've been accused of it before but it's just my writing style i don't i hate filler (laughs) more than anything (laughs) in stories and anime so when i write it it, my pace is pretty quick because i want the story to get moving so yeah go three and four goes right back to connor but i wanted to kind of show there's some other people in this world too that are not cool with people like him okay doing that Mm -hmm. oh so the exorcist would Probably go after Connor. Yeah, they would oh. be the uh, the opposite side. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So when so when you're creating um like Deck of Fates, uh, Dustin, uh, or any other projects that you have, um, do you put a limit on how many installments you have into that story, or do you just keep going with it? Like, like for Dustin, like how many st- stories or how many um, installments are gonna be before that story just ends and something new? Um, for me, honestly, um, I would just usually keep going. Um, but for Destin, Destin's almost done. I'm at the end of it now. It's about, I'm at like at 25 issues around there in the script. It oh, might wow. go, it might go to like 30 to 40. It depends how it plays. I almost, it writes itself sometimes. Sometimes oh, it just goes. Get that, man. It, it totally does. Um, Deck of Fates is going to be super long because the story is going to follow him as he grows up and he's just a kid. So he's, it's already on episode like four 38 or 40 or something. And he's still a kid. So that one, I originally made that to go on for like years. Mm. Oh, wow. And I'll keep doing it as long as I can afford the artist for it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and, and now, now that you're effectively getting paid, I mean, yeah, why not? Right. It's I'll, just, I'll afford it. Uh, you'll afford <laughs> it until you're, until you're either done with the story or done with <laughs> exactly. paid, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I assume. I don't know. I just, just guessing. No, That's I, what I would that do story. in your position. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm gonna just keep doing it. Yeah. That's uh, awesome, man. I'm. Uh, I, I've been. I've got a couple of friends on another show who uh, we've been working on comic books for a while, but we haven't. We only just found a good an artist that fits our style, and um, it's just it's been a, it's been a long long haul so far. And so it's always really exciting to talk to people who are sort of um, uh, making it. You know what I mean? Oh, it's a process, man. I mean, so Destin, that's, that's so awesome to hear. Destin really threw me for a loop for about a year because it finished the fourth volume and the artist quit. My original artist oh, quit. Oh, my gosh. And I'm wow. like, dude, what am I going to do? Because right. I can't change the art because I love the art. And people Absolutely. love the art. And about a year, I kind of just stopped everything with it, really, which wow. really hurt because the momentum of the fans went away, unfortunately. Right. Uh, but I ended up finding somebody who, in, in Volume 5, you see it. The art's actually better. It's a little step up. So it worked out, and they're they're really committed and everything, which is great. And they got about 20 pages done. I think they're doing 30 for, episode, for issue issue 5. And she's in it for the rest, so... I'm happy, but I lost a lot of momentum there because of that. Yeah, yeah um, no kidding. And, and actually, the same thing happened with Deck of Fates. It, around episode 28, the artist was like, I, I can't. They just quit. Couldn't do it. So I had to try to find someone else. And the guy oh, I found tried to copy her style for a few episodes, and it, it wasn't the same. 
Wasn't and, his thing. And I had to go, look, man, can you just do your own style and we'll see what it looks like. So he just now, the last episode, did his own style and it looks great. Um, oh, so that's that's, that's got to be a relief. It is, good. but <laughs> I, I probably lost a few fans in the process of that, you know, month that the other. Oh man, what a and, bummer! But it, it's and you'll, I mean, you're making a comment. You'll see, like, it, and I would always try, like, are you committed to this? Yes or no? And it's you know, life. Sometimes it gets people got to stop, you know. Mm-hmm. But oh yeah, totally. You just got to keep going. <laughs> it's the only thing you do. So well, and it's not as easy when you're not, you know, like George R. R. Martin or Stephen King. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean you're yeah. freaking selling out three grand a book. They're gonna do it, but if you right. can't that, you know, <laughs> it's a little harder. Absolutely, I only say that because uh, it's a huge it's a huge topic of discussion all over the internet these days of of, of like George R. R. Martin, and it's been since what 2005 when A Dance of Dragons came out, or 2009, I think. Yeah, so. he's just he's just living it up at this point. He is a slow writer. I tell you what. <laughs> So, but not not that I can complain. I'm also a slow writer, so I, mean, I get it, it. But also, it like, what it I don't is. get paid. Yeah, and I get paid millions and millions. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that, that sucks. But I'm glad I'm glad you're sticking with it, man. And I'm it's it's cool to hear that you're able to find artists who are willing to uh, step in and and keep putting out quality stuff. So oh yeah, that's that's I'm, that you can't ask for more than that. I'm blessed. Oh yeah, with that I got real uh, real lucky and real blessed with that. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's that's awesome. Um, I'm I'm glad to hear that. So where where can our listeners find your stuff, um, and where where can they they maybe subscribe somewhere to to follow you as you, sure. as you continue to be successful? So social media wise, I'm on Facebook under Fallen Manga Studios. Just if you look it up, you'll see us. Uh, we have like over seventeen thousand likes on there. It's pretty good. That one's doing really good. Wow, seventeen thousand. Uh, um, it's, again, it's been years. It's been a long time, but it uh, it's grown. And then I, I have Twitter, Instagram. If you just look up Fallen Manga, just all together, you'll find us on there. I post. I try to post every day. Um, but oh, legit. Usually, That's awesome. Usually it's you know every two to three days we'll put some new art up or or links, you know, stuff like that. Uh, I do have a Patreon page uh, that has some people that's really been a blessing. That I'm super surprised that people even pledge for something like that, but. It's it's very ha- it makes me very happy. Fallen Money Studios again on Patreon. You can look that up. Um, for printed copies of the books, you could go to my publisher for that, which is uh, their PhoenixDreamPublishing.com. They're about to have my Kickstarted book like available for sale, okay. so you may you'll be able to order it, and it'll be like I said, 176 pages, beautiful copy, manga print size. I mean, it looks fantastic. And of course, you can hit me on the website FallenMoneyStudios.com. Uh, I update that as much as I can. A lot of the con stuff is on there, usually con pictures and stuff like that. Perfect, perfect. So, yes. well, I, I hope you get to make it to C2E2. Uh, it'd be great to see you there. Um, if you're interested, uh, I can get you – I don't know if I can get you hooked up with, but I know the people who run Indiana Comic Con. Um, oh, it's, it's much smaller than, than the Comic Cons, I think. But uh, if you're interested, I might be able to, to connect you. Yeah, I'll hit you up with that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So just, just, uh, yeah. Get a hold of me. <laughs> I will. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> yeah, Joe, Joe's got the hookups. <laughs> Good. You always need those networking, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. well, I just, uh, you know, it's, it's always cool to talk to somebody, but to be able to meet them in person and shake their hands is, is something else entirely. Oh, so. I've had fans actually at some of these cons come up and say, Hey, we read Destin on this site and it was 
very surreal. It was awesome, but it was just crazy. Blew my mind. Oh, I bet. I bet. Dude, I was on a train one time, and a guy recognized me from an illustration of my face. <laughs> oh, my it's, it's never happened before. It may never happen again, but it was, like, the most amazing thing that's ever happened to me. That's, so that's I get awesome. it. That's awesome. That's legit. That is legit. That's awesome. <laughs> so sweet, man. I look, I, you know, I look forward. Best of luck to you. Um, I really look forward to, to maybe seeing you at a con one of these days. Um, keep on keeping on, man. This is great stuff. Thank you, but I, I will. And again, it's inspiration. Anytime someone says that to me, I'm like, all right, I gotta keep doing this. I gotta keep doing it. And I'm just gonna do it until it happens. You know, it'll happen one yeah, time. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> as long as if you quit, it'll never happen, right? Yep. Word. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only time you lose. There you go. All right. Well, uh, be- before we say our goodbyes, obviously, um, we started doing this new segment um, this season uh, with our guests and everything. It's just called Freaking uh, Freaking Curious. And all I'm going to do is just ask you five random questions just about anything. And all you got to do is just answer to the best of your ability. Very, very simple. Sweet. Um, okay. If you could have any car in the world, what would it be? Uh, well, that would be my dream car. I want to get a black Dodge Challenger. One of the new ones. I love nice. it. Nice. All right. Perfect. Um, if you were to have a last meal, what would that meal consist of? Oh, I got to go with some steak. Perfectly cut and cooked steak with mushrooms. Love it. Mm, God bless you. Nice, nice. Um, dream vacation anywhere in the world? Where would you go? I'm dying to go to Spain. I really got to go see Spain at some point. Really? Is there any particular part? I I don't anywhere. It doesn't matter. I just want to go. Nice. I've never been out of the country, so it's it's. I oh, gotta do it. Okay. Yeah. Oh shit. Me me neither. But I mean, that's a choice I made. <laughs> I feel you. Um, all-time favorite movie. All-time favorite movie. Oh my god, there's so many. Uh, let's see. All right, I'm gonna go with um, The Matrix, the first one. I love that Ooh. movie. Blew my mind. Good answer. I saw it. Nice, nice. Yeah, if you could sit down and have one conversation with anybody throughout history, who would it be and why? Throughout history. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to go with someone who's actually still alive because maybe it'll happen one day. Um, I'd love to meet and hang out with Jim Lee just to talk to him off DC. It'd be awesome, nice. DC Comics. I just want to meet him one day and say, hey, man, your art's amazing and everything that you're doing is awesome. I just want to meet him one day. Perfect. Awesome. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Ah, great. Jordan, thank you for mo- uh, so much for coming on our show. I greatly appreciate it. And um, I'm glad that we had the opportunity to learn more about uh, – about about your creation, I guess. I, I was about to call it your baby, but I guess you caught that too. <laughs> no, it is. It is. They <laughs> yeah, are. But, but I mean, it's like you said, I mean, you've been doing this, I mean, you're going on five years now, and I mean, you are creating something amazing here. So um, it's, it's just great to have an opportunity to meet you and talk to you. Um, we would definitely love to have you back on again, and hopefully I can get Super Casey on, and we can kind of have a clash of uh, manga and cosplaying, since you both seem to enjoy both. And we can make like one big epic show about it. Oh, I'd love that. Just let me know whenever, man. I'm down for that. Perfect. Uh, let's plug a podcast, and when we come back, Kyle can do his thing. What up, everybody? It's Razor. This is Fear. And MDI. And we are Fifth Cast, the premier show of the FYFC Podcast Network. We like to talk. Hell, we'll talk about anything. World events and personal stories. Technology and pop culture. And once even, pterodactyl porn. Seriously, that's a thing.
Google it. New episodes are available every Friday on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Also, subscribe to the video podcast on YouTube.com slash FYFC Podcasts. I'm not sure why you were yelling, but that was excellent. Now, fuck your face and back to the show. We said normal voice. I know, but I like that one. <laughs> All right. It is always good to have a, have a guest on like Jordan. Oh, hey, yeah. Guest. Definitely. What a really. And I, and I love his product. So I'm into it. Yeah. yeah it's like, it, it's weird because you never think you have this much joy from comic books, but I do. And I, and I don't want like I don't want to say it's just a comic book because obviously it's manga, but in the broad spectrum of yeah, but but anything you know I mean yeah. uh, what are where are the odds of anything making you that happy? Right, I mean like if you, you know? were, if you were to sit here and tell me um, a year and a half ago, you know Travis, uh, eventually you're gonna find fascination in comic books and cosplaying, I'd be like bullshit. You know yeah. I'm I'm glad that I stand corrected because. There's a whole new world out there because of podcasting. It's bringing it to light. Absolutely. And, you know, listeners, if if something like this isn't necessarily your realm of comfort, um, get into it, man. Listen to listen to stuff or listen to stuff. Pick up some stuff that we that we're talking about. I mean, check it out. You know, dip your toes in the water. See if you like it. Maybe you don't. But at least you tried. Yeah, I mean, think about the la- think about the people we've had on here in the last year and a half, right? I mean, you have Jordan, uh, you have uh, Fallen Manga Studios, you have Zombie with a Shotgun, uh, Rebirth of a Gangster, Super Casey, Super Casey, Graham, the the Z Pac expert, you know? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had we've had a plethora of people on here. Uh, you again, you know, who I really wish would come back on our show. If you're listening to this, <laughs> get a hold of me. Ah <laughs> oh, man, um, I'm only a little desperate. I'm just a <laughs> tiny bit. Seriously, uh, though, guys, I mean, we loved you. We loved your show, your web series. I so. know. Come yeah, on. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Staunch ambition, you know. I mean, like staunch. I just got my my Kickstarter rewards from that, by the way. Did you? Oh my gosh, it's so good. I'm so happy I backed that. Yeah. See, we gotta get these guys back on, and this is something we should look into. Um, Come our one of the one hundredth episode, you know. Totes, totes my goats. <laughs> kind of, you know kind of steal what uh, Geekcast Live did and have uh, every single guest they had on the last year on on a brief, uh, brief snippet. Because I remember doing that for you guys at like fucking one in the morning. <laughs> I miss being on yeah. your show. I wish I you could should come on our show again sometime. You know, you keep saying that and it never fucking happens. But now it can happen <laughs> because you guys record on Wednesday and I work Wednesday night. That's true. That's true. I'm sorry. No, we'll make that work because I'm going to get back on Geekcast Live whether fuck GCR likes it or not. Nah, Do it. Call in sick sometime and then be like, guys, I called in sick. You got to have me on your show. Like, hey, listen, I'm not working today just for you. Hey, I know you have an awesome guest, but what if you canceled on them and had me instead? <laughs> and I would be like, yes, we should do that. <laughs> he called off of work. He put his livelihood in jeopardy. I did. For us. Yeah. But no, so I, mean, I would back your play. I'd back your play. Perfect. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, just I mean, being the, doing the show and everything, we meet such great people, and all those people, yeah. listeners, listen, all those people we met, they are listed on our website, thisfreakingshow.com, under our freaking guests. There's a list. Granted, it needs to be updated, and I'm gonna do it. Um, but I mean, there's a list of people and links to all their web pages. You know? Yeah. Fucking Leslie Tom, a country singer, near and dear to my heart. 
so many Johnny people. Tryhard. Uh, mm-hmm. Nay, nay, entropy. <laughs> yeah, uh, Infinite Monkeys. Yeah, M and K Productions from the movie Expecting. Chris Picker, an MMA fighter. Jay Sandlin, the comic creator, founder of Novel Comics, who was just on like a month ago. Yep. So many people. So many people on this show. So many more to come. But until we get to that time, let's pit stop here to uh, a great segment that we started this uh, season. And this segment is run by none other than Awkward Colin. Hey, that's me, guys. That's Colin. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> well, since we're here, might as well get right into it. Oh, we are here. <laughs> Um, as you all know, we do a little segment called This Frickin' State of Mind every week where we go through each state of the U.S. in alphabetical order, name some facts off about that state. Uh, last week, we ended on the great state of Pennsylvania. Today, we're moving right along to our R's, that great state of Rhode Island. So, mm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the a, most nonsense names. <laughs> right. Well, there's a, there's a I don't know if you know this, and maybe it'll come up in your in your facts, but there's a place there called Woonsocket. I don't believe it does. Actually, I think it's pronounced Woonsocket, but yeah, we'll have to take anyway. a look. Sorry, it's messed <laughs> up. It, it bothers me, uh, like a grammar level. <laughs> okay, like there. Kipsy. Anyway, go on. Sorry, uh, that's all good. Rhode Island is a small state in size in the U.S. It covers an area of 1,214 square miles. Its distance from north to south are 48 miles, and east to west is 37 miles. <coughs> that is a small fucking state. Mm-hmm. You could do, you could lap yes. that a couple times during the day. So <laughs> there's like cities bigger than that in this country. Yes. Uh, Rhode Island was the last of the original 13 colonies to become a state. Uh, the Cogswell Tower in Central Falls was the site of an Indian observation point in used during King Philip's War of 1676. The tower was built in 1904 as part of the last will and testament of Caroline Cogswell. Uh, Rhode Island never ratified the 18th Amendment. Uh, prohibition. Weird. <laughs> so prohibition wasn't legal in Rhode Island to some extent. I mean, it was because it was the Constitution, but yes, interesting. <laughs> Judge Darius Baker imposed the first jail sentence for speeding in an automobile on August twenty eighth, nineteen o four, in Newport. It's uh, the most Rhode Island thing I've ever heard. <laughs> St. Mary's, Rhode Island's oldest Roman Catholic parish was founded in 1828. The church is best known as the site for the wedding of Jacqueline Bouvier of to John F. John Fitzgerald Kennedy in 1953. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, JFK. Yep. Rhode Island has no county government it is divided into 39 municipalities each having its own form of local government uh the flying horse carousel is the nation's oldest carousel and it is located in the resort town of watch hill uh and hope was the first discount dip department store 
in the U.S. The property was open in Rhode Island. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, George M. Cohan, 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 was born Cohen? in Pro- Cohen. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I had such hard trouble pronouncing that. Because uh, it's spelled weird. <laughs> anyway, was born in Providence, Rhode Island, in 1878. He wrote, "I'm a Yankee Doodle Dandy." Your grand old flag, and a wide variety of other musical entertainment. The world's largest bug is on the roof of the New England Pest Control in Providence. It's a big blue termite, 58 feet long, 928 times actual termite size. Uh, At the point, Judith... I'm sorry. Was termite eyes just used as as a unit of measurement? Termite size? Yeah. Termite size or termite eyes? Size. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, was thinking, I was thinking I was picturing like ten thousand termite eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. I, I apologize. It's all right. Uh, at the Point Judith corrosion test site, material samples sit exposed for years and are analyzed to determine the toll taken by ocean air and the sun. Uh, Rhode Islanders were the first to take military action against England by sinking one of her ships in the Narragansett Bay, located between Newport and Providence. The English Narragansett, ship. Yeah. I think. And no, uh, makes a lot I'd like more sense. to reiterate my annoyance at Rhode Island pronunciations. <laughs> Narragansett. Uh, between Newport and Providence. The English ship was called the Gatsby. Uh, the Gatsby? G-A-S-P-E-E. Oh, Gatsby. I thought maybe it was after a floating green light. <laughs> uh, yeah. Roger Williams, founder of Rhode Island, established the first practical working model of democracy after he was banished from Plymouth, Massachusetts because of his extreme views concerning freedom and s- freedom of speech and religion. Uh, Thomas Jefferson and John Adams publicly acknowledged Roger Williams as the originator of the concept and principles reflected in the First Amendment. Among those principles were freedom of religion, freedom of speech, and freedom of public assembly. Uh, The era known as the Industrial Revolution started in Rhode Island with the development and construction in in 1790 of Samuel Slater's water power cotton mill in Pawtucket. Uh, Those second in command to George Washington, Nathaniel Green, a Rhode Islander, is acknowledged by many historians (laughs) uh, as having been the most capable and significant generals of the revolutionary effort. Uh, Cornwallis feared Green and his forces most, Green ultimately defeated Cornwallis. Uh, standing 11 feet tall and 278 feet above ground, the Independent Man is a gold-covered bronze statue placed atop the State House on December 18th of 1899. Hmm. Uh, a reproduction of the original Liberty Bell is in the entrance hall on the south entrance to the 
State House. It was donated to the people of the state by the U.S. Treasury Department in 1950 when Harry S. Truman was president. It was about three and a half feet tall, and the diameter of the bell at its widest part is approximately three and a half feet. It is such a realistic copy, it even has a crack similar to the original Liberty Bell. Whoa. <laughs> at Little Compton is home to the grave sites of the first girl born to the colonists in New England. The baby hmm. was the daughter of pilgrims John and Priscilla Alden. Built in 1880, Channing Memorial Church was named for William Ellery Channing, a leader in the Unitarian Church and the abolitionist movement. Julie Ward Howe, author of Battle Hymn of the Republic, attended this church. Hmm. The White Horse Tavern was built in 1673, and it is the oldest operating tavern in the U.S., that's awesome. <laughs> I need to go there. Right? <laughs> New England's... Road trip. Yep. New England's oldest Masonic temple in Warren was built in the 18th centuries with timbers from the British frigates sunk in Newport Harbor during the Revolutionary War. Oh, that's cool. Nine Men's Misery Monument in Cumberland, Rhode Island, is the oldest known monument to veterans in the U.S., it was erected in, memor in memory of the colonists killed in Pierce's fight during King Philip's War in 1676. Hmm. And to end the great state of Rhode Island, Philham uh, Street in Newport was the first street in the country to use gas-illuminated street lamps. Um, hmm. And as I mentioned, that was the last fact for tonight's show. For this show, I should say. And please come back next week and join us for another segment of This Freaking State of Mind where we have more interesting facts. Back to you, Travis. Thanks, Colin. Uh, uh, Colin, what you freaking on this week? This week, I'm freaking on this great day that it has been. So, in baseball, I follow pretty much three teams. The last one's not so much, but I, I've been getting more into it. Is the Cubs, the Mariners, and the White Sox. Okay. And today, all three of those teams won the game they were in. That's fantastic. Yes. I'm glad to hear that. Yes. Uh, Cubs and the Mariners uh, decimated the others. And then the Sox won by two. So, <laughs> Oh, wait. The Cubs did two. So never mind. The, <laughs> the Cubs the won Mar by two? Yeah, the Mariners uh, decimated. It was like nine to one. So. Oh my gosh, that's huge. Yeah. In baseball, I mean. Yeah. Soccer. Freaking huge. Yeah. Huge. Freaking huge. Nice. Yep. That's cool. So, what about you, Joe? What you freaking out? I am. Uh, I'm freaking on the Dark Tower. Um, the the movie Stephen King's The Dark Tower series is my favorite book series of all time. And the uh, the movie comes out this Thursday, which is the day before my birthday. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Um, what a birthday present to me, even if it sucks. Um, 
Like it might be a really bad movie. I, I don't know. Um, and also, uh, earlier yesterday morning, I recorded, uh, some bone bonus content for the movie podcast network regarding the dark tower. So, uh, be sure to check that out at moviepodcast.network. Um, and I'm just, I'm just excited. I'm, I've been reading the series for basically the last nine months, uh, off and on, and I'm almost to the end of the seventh book again. And the movie's coming out, and I'm just, I'm so excited. I'm on vacation this week, and the place I'm vacationing, the the bedroom I'm in, has a Stephen King novel that is uh, uh, not part of the Dark Tower stories, but it is tangential to it. Um, so one of the characters from this book shows up in the Dark Tower story and is one of the most important and influential characters in the story. I don't know. I'm just, I'm excited. I'm, I'm freaking out, man. I'm freaking out. <laughs> so I'm just pumped. I'm so, I'm so heckin' pumped. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So Travis, how about you? What are you freaking on this week? Um, let's see here. Well, I'm really excited for what we have next week for this show, which uh, I will announce here momentarily. But mostly, uh, ever since I uh, started doing this dual podcasting thing, um, I found myself more and more involved in finding future guests and shit like that uh, for both this one and hopefully potentially for the future for the other one. So I'm literally spending this week building uh, a guest list uh, for pretty much the rest of this season, at least. So that's what I'm going to be working on. Uh, hopefully, you know, knock on wood, you know, uh, we're able to get uh, um, a guest, uh, I'm hoping, uh, to come on uh, here soon. I don't want to name any names in case it falls through. But, I mean, all our guests are <laughs> very awesome to begin with. Um, but that's what I'm, that's literally what I'm going to be doing this week. I, you know, I got work. I work nights normally. And obviously on the weekends, I do my yard work and shit. But for the week, during the day, uh, I'm just pretty much going to start building a guest list for uh, this freaking show. And hopefully to get more amazing guests on like we had uh, tonight. So. Awesome. That's yeah. that's very exciting news. Of course it is. Everything on this show is exciting, man. Everything. I agree with you. I agree with you. Everything. But it's always great when we can get good guests. So yeah, and 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 that's and this which isn't one, to say which isn't to say that we've had a bad guest. I can't think of one bad guest we've had. I can't either. No. Um, but what's awesome is, I mean, for everyone who's listening to this and everything, if people want to be a guest on the show, they're more welcome to contact us and say, "Hey, I want to be on the show." You know, because I mean, it's like we said. I mean, we had bands, comic book creators, web series creators, movie directors, producers on the show. You know, Let's yeah, keep we'll that take growing. anybody. I mean, we're yeah. you know we're 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 desperate to let you, the listener, uh, take over whenever you want. Yeah, absolutely. It's, and it's like we encourage you guys. You know, if you have a topic you want us to talk about, you know, hell, bring it on. Tell us. I mean, this this is a fan based show, and who better to base this show on than our fans yeah tell us what you like uh and then come on the show and tell our other listeners why it is you like that yeah i mean we have our own hashtag on twitter hashtag freaking saying yeah use it use it That's we, true. we do have that we have that yeah hey joe yes 
every week our listeners can catch Geek Cash Joe here on this freaking show. Um, especially this week, uh, they got Geek Cash Joe and some of his family. Um, but uh, if they need more Geek Cash Joe, where can they go? If you need more Geek Cash Joe, you can head over to the Geek Cash Live podcast at gcl.ninja. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Google Play, and Twitter by searching Geek Cast Live. Perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, just so you are aware, next week, Clint from Vengeful Jedi will be here. Geek Dig Pod, I'm sorry, the Vengeful Jedi from Geek Dig Pod will be here on our show next week. We will be doing another movie remake uh, contest between us. Uh, if I remember correctly, I won the last one. Yeah. <laughs> so that means uh, you, Awkward Colin, and Vengeful Jedi Clint, you guys will uh, get your movie idea uh, or your movie selections from me, and we'll do another um, another like kind of a wrap up, alter, altering whatever the fuck you want to call it. Movie remake. Uh, we're not going to announce what that is until the show comes along because we want you guys to find out just as soon as the show arrives. So make sure you tune for that. And also follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook just by searching this freaking show and go to our website, thisfreakingshow.com, where you can contact us about information that you want to share with us as far as requests for the show, guests for the show, and so on and so forth. And also the list of guests that we have had on in the last year and a half because we are at episode 90, and now of episode 90, we've had such amazing guests. We're open for that to continue on. So be part of the show. As always, I am Travis D. I'm Awkward Couch. And I'm Geekcast Joe. Thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.